0: Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittes, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is how to find your purpose. How to find your purpose, and I maybe have done another episode on this. I know I did one on how to find your passion, which is related but not necessarily the same thing. So we're going to be a little bit more specific about how to find your purpose. What is your purpose here in this lifetime on this planet? Are you living it? And if not, why not? And if you're not sure what it is, how do you find it? So that's what we're going to be diving into today. So thank you for joining me. My name again is Winston Wittis. If you're new to the podcast, then uh, then Welcome and I hope you enjoy. So finding your purpose, I found my purpose, I guess, probably my aha moment, right? The the thing that started me on this Find Your Flow journey was in 1999, year 2000 Eve, New Year's Eve 2000, Y2K is what it was called, and it was a big media sensation. They were ramping up this fear of technology meltdown when the clocks reset on 2000 and pretty much I think most people knew it was just a bunch of media hype but it was still kind of a cool story. It's like, oh, what would happen if, you know, all the computers reset and and there's a financial meltdown and there's anarchy because, you know, all the systems and computers are going to reboot and it's going to be a disaster. It's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Good reason for us to go out to the desert and have fun. So that's what my friends and I did. And while we were out there, I had a vision, I had an experience that changed my life. And that sounds super cliche and crazy, but it is true. And so we were out at the desert, doing what kids do when they're in the desert, all by themselves, and we had this sweet fire, and we had music bumping from my friend's truck, and the sun was setting, and there was this beautiful sunset because there was what's called an inversion layer, which I didn't know at the time. And the clouds in the sky were literally flat. There were flat clouds in the sky. Yeah, I know. I didn't believe it either. And then one of my friends, Mark, smart guy, he knew what an inversion layer was, and so he taught us. And we're like, oh, okay, well, so they really are flat. Yes, yes, they really are. Okay, great. It's not you, not other things yeah no it's not but that certainly adds so we were we were on good ones I was on a good one and I had this realization my body was flowing more than so than I'd ever experienced and I was floating above my body and I had this wise voice saying to me hey this is this experience is flow I could do no wrong my body was dancing and even if i messed up it would just flow right into the next move and it was even a better move than i had anticipated or planned i could not have planned it because it came as a result of the what i had thought of as a mistake because it wasn't what i planned to do but i just kept going with it and it turned into something even more amazing and that realization that experience was like wow And so this wise voice said, if you, you know, you will write a book about this, you will learn to spread this experience of flow into all areas of your life, and you will share it with others. And it's just like, man, that's amazing. This is amazing. I don't even understand what's going on, but it's still amazing. And it was a peak experience. And then uh, we got back out of the desert, and my life was forever changed. I was like, wow, this is a friend, friend. You have a red light friend seriously okay you're just clueless we're clueless here sometimes friends that's okay that's okay let me just be aware of you because you're new here all right oh another oh you're gonna go around really are you serious you're out of your mind i'm sorry friends wow this is something new this is something new okay um, yeah, so for those of you new to the podcast, I'm not usually this involved with the driving aspect of the podcast, but I do do this, oh, she's she's on a good one, okay, she's just, forget the laws, forget the rules here, we're off-roading <laughs> and cutting people off, but she is using her blinker, so I got to give her points for that. So um, the public service announcement here on my podcast is please use your blinkers, they are beneficial for everybody on the road they create a more flowing experience for everyone around you and that puts us all generally in a better mood and we all go home happier to our families and friends and communities and it's good for everybody okay so um, I'd encourage you to practice using your blinker if you don't already and if you do thank you thank you very much it's it's a nice thing it's just a generally nice thing that you could do for people it doesn't take any skill practically It does take a little bit because there's people that obviously don't haven't developed that skill and um, and it's just a nice thing to do for your fellow people on the road and it's safe and it's the law so there you go all right um goodness so my purpose is to be flowing even in challenging times even just to practice it right i'm not perfect not by a long shot right i lose it i get frustrated and stressed and normal human things and so for me that epiphany was a practice it was a well at first i just thought i should know everything i was like well okay now i've had this experience i had god or my higher power or the universe literally say straight to me hey you're gonna write a book about this you're gonna this is what you're gonna do, you know? Like, hey, pep talk. God, God was like sitting me down, like, okay, guy, you know, you gotta do this thing, and it's gonna be awesome. It, it didn't. He didn't say that. It was more just like you're gonna write a book about this, and you're gonna experience flow, learn to experience flow, and share flow throughout all areas of your life. And that was kind of it. But it was like it was real, and it was very meaningful. And I was like, wow, this was life changing. I didn't know how or what exactly. That's what I've been figuring out for the last 20 years, 18 years, if you want to be. uh, Almost 19 years now. And so I guess the point of that quick story, which turned into not a quick story, was that we don't always know where we're going to find our life purpose. And even if we figure it out, it doesn't mean it's so easy to just do. Because then once I came back down from the, the conversation with God, or whatever you want to call it, it was like, okay, well, now what? I, <laughs> who's gonna believe me? I started telling people this. They're like, you're freaking crazy! Shush! Don't quit! Quiet down, madman! We don't want this getting out. You want to, still be able to operate in society? And this was, you know, again, 18 years ago. So when I was talking about this kind of stuff back then, it was even more crazy. It was even more like, out of left field, right? So I just shut up. I figured out, like, okay, just don't even talk about this. It makes no sense to anybody. So I would just blog or no, blogs weren't a thing. I had I journaled. I don't know, some of my old-time old-school listeners maybe you remember back when we used to write things down on paper. That was a thing and I did it. And I did it whenever I would have a flow experience. Whenever my I would get into flow. And then I started kind of expanding that like, oh, well, you know, the voice in my head said um, actually I was floating above my body so it wasn't my physical head it was more like my spiritual or astral head or consciousness in my head whatever floating up above and I was um and it was like yeah you know write, a, you'll write a book and you'll spread this into all areas of your life and so I was like oh okay so it took the point being it took me forever to to get to where we are it took me 18 years okay it wasn't overnight but this has been my purpose now does that mean things just magically opened and it's been easy heck no I've had plenty of ups and downs. I've had plenty of putting things on the line for it. You know, just little things that I'll give you examples. Okay, buying the domain findyourflow.com. It cost me, you know, it was sixteen hundred dollars when I when the phrase came to me, and then I watched it for months before I got scared that somebody was going to snap it up. And I finally threw down. Uh, it kind of dropped down to thirteen hundred, and I was like, okay, boom. I don't have thirteen hundred bucks, but that's going on a credit card. I just bought it because uh, I felt called right I felt that calling inside and I was like oh this is this is it this is the 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 name the phrase the meme or whatever that is what what I'm going for and um, so it's been this gradual process of me e- discovering my purpose and it's not that I'm coming to you and saying like oh I've got my purpose and you don't you or like hey you know I've got it all figured out so listen to me because that is not the point of this the point is actually to say like Even though I'm using myself and my own personal examples to try to illustrate these ideas, it's really more about how did this framework come about so that it can help you. That's really what's important, right? How does this affect you? How do you find your purpose out of this? And if my stories don't make any sense or relevance to you, then then I'm sorry. Um, How can you – what things are you – Drawn to what things do you feel emotional about? What things do you feel passionate about? What things do you maybe feel jealous of, or people do you feel jealous of? What is? What are some patterns of your life that you recognize, if any? Do you find? And they could be what you might consider positive or negative, or it could just, or they could just be right. You don't have to necessarily label them one way or the other. So the the way I see patterns or recognize patterns is for instance, um, I find myself in teaching roles throughout my life. Um, as, a, as a young kid, when we used to play, you know, have friends over and play, I'd always be a, a teacher or a principal and they would be the kids or, you know, whatever. Um, as I got older, I started babysitting and I started teaching music lessons. Um, and then I started teaching music uh, as a teacher. And then I started teaching yeah, did that as a private teacher for many years, as a um in a school setting for many years and now as a consultant I'm essentially teaching in many ways. And uh now I'm even getting chance to teach little by little at the Jiu Jitsu Academy where I train. Um or opportunities to start teaching there a little bit. So it's just it's this pattern and it's something I'm passionate about and it's something I feel very on purpose when I'm doing and so that's something that I feel is part of my purpose and here here is in a sense hopefully I'm sharing information that's valuable and uh, laying out models that are valuable to you and so hopefully I'm teaching you ways that will save you time and energy and help you smooth out your path right your journey whatever that is help you find your purpose find your flow And so if you are recognizing those kind of patterns, if you like them, maybe you keep going down them and you find, you maybe kind of extrapolate or imagine where you want that to go. How might this continue to play out in your life? What would be the next level? What would be, what are the things that you feel most fulfilled doing? That's the big one. What's the thing where it's like, yeah, that was awesome. I feel really good. So some things for me to get your mind going. Um, when I have a call, consulting call with the student, I feel – and not all of them. Most of them are – you know, we go over similar stuff. I have a lot of students, and we're covering a lot of the same curriculum a lot of times. But then, uh, you know, as I get students that are a little bit more advanced, we start getting into some of the deeper concepts and uh, – they're applying stuff and really excelling, and 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 not even then. Sometimes beginner students are just in a rut or they're stuck and they're feeling frustrated. And then we have a great conversation, and they see the possibilities and they see a way around this thing that's been blocking them. And it's just like, yes, that feels so awesome. Where they say, Winston, man, I was so stuck, and now you know, now I feel like a weight has been lifted. I feel like I see more clearly now. I feel re-energized and fired up. That really inspires me you know that feels very on purpose for me like yeah that's that was why I came to work today that was why I picked up the phone today was to change this person's life to help to have some small impact on something that they were struggling with that I was able to help them with and so for me I've realized that part of my purpose I've also got this other side that seems very unrelated which is I I perform and I DJ and um so for example for that and I go into this in other episodes as far as like my artistry and how I've gone back and forth with feeling fulfilled with that as an artist where I'm playing other people's music and top forty and these gigs that are not like I don't feel like an artist, like I'm breaking ground or saying what I want to say with this stuff. But I but on the other side of the spectrum, on the other hand, I am providing a valuable service like these people are having an event a celebration and I get to be a part of it and I get to do something that it does take skill it takes effort it takes time it takes money it takes equipment and know-how and blah 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 to be able to do it effectively and to be able to make it a smooth and fun event for them and meaningful for them and so at that level I'm able to serve and feel good that's a great purpose and that and for me You know, I believe in past lives. I've experienced what I believe to be past life um, regressions. And as I practice doing that, which I don't much these days at all, actually, but there are certain things where I feel patterns, like lifetime patterns, right? Like over many lifetimes. And one of those is um, as a musician, as a traveling minstrel of sorts or a traveling um, artist, where you know in in maybe uh previous lifetimes i just went from town to town playing music and um you know would kind of live off of just getting paid to to play music and then in this lifetime i still do that i still do that i've been doing that since i was young going and djing at these events and you know getting fed and um you know people paying me and making a living doing that and i feel like that's Part of my purpose is to be able to entertain people. Now that is not part of my There's the artist part of me that says, "Okay, I want to create this super powerful, meaningful music and give people these deep um self-realizing experiences and flow experiences and really uh, you know, build people up." And that's that's not top 40 music, right? top 40 music that serves its own purpose and I'm playing it and it makes people happy because they're familiar with it and that's what they want and that's what they expect and so I'm serving them what they want but my artist part doesn't feel rewarded or on purpose with that so I'm, I'm making a distinction here just um, so I just feel it's important I guess and so then there's the part of me that says okay well how do I live that purpose well Many years, I, I would play in clubs where I had way more musical freedom. I could play much more of what I want, but I wasn't getting the financial freedom aspect of it that I wanted. And so I shifted as my goals shifted, as my priorities shifted. I have a wife and kids and, you know, a house and this, a dogs, and the whole nine yards. Well, that costs a lot more money than when I was single and didn't have any of that stuff. So priorities have shifted, right? So, but I'm not done with that dream. That dream is still part of my big picture purpose. And the way I approach it now is different. So I'm still working on this stuff in the background in my off hours. I still have a plan that I'm working that's pushing me toward that. And when I get that part lined up, I will live on that purpose. I will be in that part of the purpose. So you may be working on things that might not come to fruition for months or a year or years. Right. If you're working on something big or maybe it's not even like big exactly, but it's meaningful or just just something that that is your purpose, that is your passion. You may be whittling away on that thing for years in relative obscurity, not getting credit for it, not getting bragging rights, not being on the cover of any magazines. And yet, you may be serving a higher purpose if you're working on... The, I did an episode on um, Maisie, this old this lady, Maisie, who wanted to create a, a pool for her, her kids and for the kids in the neighborhood because it, it got really hot and there was no pool for the kids to swim in. And uh, she's like, well, I'm going to start saving money. And people are like, you're crazy. are you going to save money for a pool it's like half a million dollars or something and she's like well i'm gonna collect cans and they're like you're gonna collect cans to, to pay for a pool that's insane you're nuts she's like and she's like well you know she just started doing it and she just kept on doing it and then you know some people save cans for her and she'd go pick them up and she'd pick them up off the side of the road and she did this for like 30 years and Eventually, um, she raised a lot of money and this other company went in, on, helped her out with it and sponsored it. And they, she got a pool for her community and for all the kids there. So 30 years, she worked with probably a decent amount of people just like laughing, right? Doubting, hating. Ah, you'll never do it. Ah, you're crazy. And she just kept on. So was that her purpose? I'd say so. To That's going to be there. For, that's a legacy, right? It's a legacy that she can, that she left. She passed away. But people are always going to remember what she did. And, and the kids there, and there's going to be plenty of people that go there that probably might not never know what she sacrificed and what she did. It's So this idea of purpose is a, I think it's kind of a tricky one, but it's also how meaningful and how, how what a, While she was grinding away for those 30 years, what was, why, why, you know, what was her why? What was her burning desire? What was the part of her that said, despite all these people doubting and hating and this grind of doing this, what kept her going that whole time? I don't exactly know, but I would guess her purpose, she found it, she felt it in her heart, her calling. And I'll bet if you find that thing for you, then, you know, you get that calling and it's like, do you take it or not? Do you let the no's and the haters and the doubters talk you out of it? Does the fear hold you back? Does the apparent lack of finances hold you back? Oh, I could do it if I had more money. Uh, You know, it'd be so much easier if I had money like so-and-so did or, you know, and it's like, well, Okay. Well, if that's your purpose, are you going to go after it? Are you going to figure out how to get the money? Or are you going to just sit there and let it go by and regret? Wish you had. What if? What if I had? Ah, I shoulda, coulda, woulda. Right? So that's it, friends. If you find that thing, go after it. Go after it and buckle down for the long haul. Figure out what that's going to look like. And then do it. Make it happen day in, day out. Work toward that thing. Your purpose, that's why you're here. It should make you cry if you think about it because it should be that powerful. And it should inspire you to go after it. And keep searching. If you're not there, that should be your passion, to find your purpose. To find your purpose and then do it. Work it. And until next time, my friend, be flowing.